Why, why would anyone? Want to... <laughs> you know why I'm laughing? Because it's always, uh, it's always. Yeah, it's always uh, more money than you made, fucking idiot. Uh, He's, uh, uh, let's tax the people a little richer than yeah. me. It's always let's tax well, was, the guys that are. Well, it was a lot richer. But I'm just going back. Not that. If you're saying 22 what, a week, you were I'm making a million and 98. That's a lot of money. No, no, no. Well, it wasn't 20. It, you yeah, said 22 like, a week. That's a million a year. No, no, no. That was the year before. I mean, I. But you're making money. Let's just. I was making a bunch of money. So. But, so, but so, I'm just going back to when we had the Great Compression, which was when we had the least wealth inequality in yeah. this country. I'm the only motherfucker who says tax me more. Yeah, I make more money than Sam Cedar. I might even make more money than this fucking scumbag, okay? Mostly because he's a con man. And yes, I think you should be able to tax richer people more. Now, I also understand two things. One... Stop using my taxes on fucking giving police more overtime uh, pay and more fucking tanks and shit or a submarine in the LAPD, Jesus Christ. And two, if you truly want to address the crisis in this country, especially with the mega wealthy, tax assets. Capital accumulation should also be taxed at a higher rate. Most of the mega wealthy never touch their assets. They just keep it in the stock market and then buy, borrow, die. Talked about it a lot. Now, this is actually a tiny sliver of people. This is like, we're talking like, 15,000, 20,000 people max. Okay? And yet, their assets and their earnings collectively make up for like what 99% of Americans are paying and making. This is a beautiful way to put it. Thank you, Flex Sand. If the top tax bracket is 90% for $300 million and above, and you make $300 million and $305 million, you would only, pay, you would only be taxed 90% at the $5 that you made. Did I say $300 million? Oh, I fucked it up. Math is so hard. If people don't understand marginal tax brackets, buy, borrow, die might as well be theoretical physics. I don't think so. I think buy, borrow, die is easier to understand uh, than, than top marginal tax rates. Jeff Bezos, in many respects, is not liquid, okay? His net worth is directly associated with the, with the Amazon stock price. But when you have unlimited net worth, okay, when your net worth is that fucking high... You can go to a bank and get a 0% interest rate loan that you never even have to fucking pay back. So despite the fact that you are that wealthy, um, you, you could just go to a fucking bank. Sometimes, back in the day, it wasn't even 0%. Chat, there are... <laughs> that's going to fucking lose their minds when they hear about this. Banks would pay you if you're rich enough to take money out from them. There are negative interest rates, brother. What are you talking about? Because they want you as a incredibly wealthy person to bank with that bank. We had the same, the GDP was, you know, consistent with where, you know, on our trajectory, but it was spread out. It wasn't like this, essentially. It was, it was going, it was more spread out. It's called the Great Compression. And I'm just using that figure. I mean, look. Hassan's tax evasion accountant says, true asset taxation would be tangible. Do not let any finance bro say it's not possible. There's accounting guidance that can be used 
by the IRS to apply such a standard, not to mention property taxes exist. Thank you. This is the fundamental point I make all the time as a fucking homeowner. You can always tax assets. Any motherfucker that tells you you can't do that in the stock market is lying to you. Why are they lying to you? We tax assets all the fucking time. As my tax evasion accountant correctly points out, we tax properties. Shut the fuck up. But of course, they refuse to do that because that would, you know, greatly undermine the American stock market. And it could possibly cause some uh, financial chaos. That's not even false. That, that could happen. But make no mistake. People say you cannot, you cannot uh, tax people's uh, uh, stocks. You cannot tax people's, like, overall wealth. They're wrong. And not only are they wrong, but, like, the reverse of that works all the time. The reverse of that works. They use their, their loss in the stock market. They, they are super fond of calculating their losses in the fucking stock market as a way to, to get taxed less. But yeah, gains on the other hand, you can't tax them. You just can't do that. It's just, it's, it's impossible. Impossible. You can actually uh, tax the losses though. You can use the tax... Uh, you can use it as a, as a way to like uh, lift some of your tax burden when you lose. But if you win, no, 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 you can't do that. It's permanent growth. I'm going to be a finance bro here, but you can only write off the losses just like when you sell, just like capital gains. Yeah, but you write off the losses because you fucking um, sell. Because you ultimately have to. There's no max cap on how much money you can make, but there's always a fucking bottom on how much money you can lose. It's gambling. It's the same principle as gambling. Because the stock market is gambling. That's why people always say gambling is the only place where you can make a thousand percent of what you put in. But you can also, and very likely to do so, lose 100% of what you have. The stock market is the same. You can make a thousand percent of what you fucking put into the stock market, but you can only lose 100% of what you put in. Well, that's not even sure. That's not even, that's not even true. You could technically lose more than what you actually have. Uh, there are methods to do so. So that's not even true, but you know, you can, you can, uh, short shit. You can do margin calls. Uh, you have, you know, there is obviously ways to do that because again, it's like gambling on fucking steroids. So, um, you know, <laughs> God, dude, it's such an awesome, it's such an incredibly fucked up system. It, it is so, so fucking stupid, but hey, there's fundamentals behind it. You know what I mean? There's solid fundamentals backing the stock market. So it's not like gambling. It's very different. Look, if it's going to be 85% over 3 million or 85% over 4 million, I'm just basing it on what was the most successful economic why not do, era why not do, of this country. Why not do 90% over $250,000? I mean, it, if, 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 if the numbers bared out, I, I'm, I'm agnostic as that. Again, I'm just pegging it on when we had the most success right. in this country in terms of our economy. I, I appreciate that you're pointing out the success, but I, I, right now the top marginal tax rate federally is 37, 39. Okay, you do realize how shocking it is to say, all right, Rather than go from thirty-seven to thirty-nine, yeah. How about forty? How many? How about fifty? How many? You want to go to ninety? How many people do you assume? How many people do you assume would be touched by that tax? Would be implicated? Top one percent. 
I like. Look at this number right here. Sure. Yo, fucking chill, dog. Hey. Calm down now. Yeah, we shouldn't do that, Sam. <laughs> Just kidding. Of total income Less. taxes paid. Less. The top 1% in this country pay 42.3%. The bottom 50% only pay 2.3%. So, 100. Yeah, bro. Yeah. What, 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 that's insane. You're looking at share of total income taxes. What do you mean? They don't got money. What do you want them to do? You want to take away more? They don't have anything. They don't have anything. What do you want to do? You want to milk them further? What the fuck? And 50 million people are paying nothing in taxes. Right. And you want to keep the 1% paying more and more and I think more it's actually more? even less than 1%, to be honest with you. I think we're talking yeah. about 0.05%. Sure, but let's tax them even more. Oh, oh, I specifically want to make it illegal to be almost as wealthy as you. Not quite, but 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 a little bit more. Like I want to make it not not illegal. You're not going to go to jail. So nobody okay. can be a bil- no no billionaires. No billionaires. No billionaires in America. Absolutely. Sam, hundred percent. Why? Why don't you want America I'll to be known an- for greatness, for innovation, for capitalism? For, I want I for all I, the amazing def- things that we've done in this country. My definition. Of you want to go to like Nordic. My- the thing is, in a country where being a millionaire is illegal, that would be the closest to being every single person being a millionaire by default. And I don't think these guys understand that. Like, first of all, you can't do that anyway. There's no way of, like, um, doing that. It would never happen. Um, obviously, uh, capital owners would literally execute anyone that had ever came, like, anywhere near advocating for such a policy. But, like, what a lot of people don't understand, what a lot of people don't understand is, like, <laughs> if it was basically, uh, uh, if, if our tax system worked in that way, if our tax system worked in that way, okay, this would be way beyond the Nordic model, first of all. Understand that. We're not talking 90%. We were talking... over a certain uh, level of income, okay? But if it worked that way, then every single person, because of our coffers and the way that we could fund social safety nets, basically every single person would be living uh, in, in a level of wealth that you wouldn't even need more money. Okay? You wouldn't even fucking need uh, because all of your needs would be taken care of. Oh, God, Chatter was right. This is finance, bro. Fresh and fit. Yeah, it is. And Sam is the sexy, slutty e-girl that they brought on to bully, okay? And what they didn't realize is got a whopping hard cock, a little bit harder than they can chew. can't believe I said that. Sorry. Socialism. My, <laughs> my definition of greatness yeah. is different from yours. I'll give you an example why I think billionaires are a problem. Uh, this country's public school system has been um, hopefully not fatally derailed mm. because I mean. of an experiment that the Gateses did. They sunk about $750 million, probably about a billion dollars directly, and then multiple billions other sort of like subsidiarily Mm -hmm. into an experiment in this country for education. It was done primarily up in the Northwest, but it changed the whole trajectory of education in this country. Value added, high stakes testing, all of this. Mm -hmm. They did it up in the the Northwest. It impacted everything. Obama's uh, secretary of education pursued this. In New York, we had high stakes testing, et cetera, et cetera. In 2017, okay, this for two decades shoved a lot of teachers out of the, the industry, people who love to teach, but then they lost like their ability to, because everything had to be taught to the test. And, and there was no sort of like real thought going into education. Everything was prescribed. 2017, 2018, the, the Gates is, uh, hired the RAND Corporation to make an assessment of, mm-hmm. of their t- almost 20-year project. 
which derailed education in this country. And the Rand Corporation said unequivocally, big mistake. Should have listened to educators and, and uh, big mistake. Don't do it anymore. And, and basically, the problem with billionaires, in my estimation, is that on a whim, whether you know, his intentions are good or bad or whatever, it doesn't matter. No one should have the ability to impact society in that way unilaterally. Neither should, we don't have kings. But neither, neither we don't have kings. Right. We live in the best system that we possibly can have, which is at this point, which is like as much democracy and we could have a little bit more, right? There's still some minoritarian aspects of what we're going through. But but democracy is better. It involves more stakeholders in it. It brings more people in who have investments in this. You cannot have one person decide on a whim, I'm going to derail uh, public education in this country for decades. You just can't have that. We, we got rid of, uh, uh, of oligarchs. Seems goddamn un-American. Seems goddamn un-American what this fucking guy is talking about. How dare you? I can't get over the the top marginal tax rate conversation. I'm sorry. I, I might be alone in this, but I I cannot get over it. I cannot stop thinking about it. And I want to know who was the one who originally lied about it. Because whoever started this conversation, whoever started this conversation... Not in this chat, I mean in general. Whoever like misinformed people uh, originally had to have done it with the express purpose of like, you know, lying to people and, and uh, trying to, to get them to advocate against their best interests. And they did it very successfully. You know, I wonder if it was Ryan, uh, Ryan, Ryan Reagan. I wonder if it was Ronald Reagan. Like it was during the Reagan era. Maybe it was before that. I want to know. Anyway, there's a lot of like, there's a lot of funny moments. I think Sam does a decent job, but I wish he did a better job. He doesn't have a lot of like uh, major slam dunks. It's 3v4. I mean, it's 1v3, sorry. So I do feel like, um, I do feel as though maybe uh, you know, it just Maybe it could have been better if it was one-on-one. -on -one. You know what I mean? One V3 is too much in this cake on a hole. What? Can't believe I'm saying this, but I actually think Steven Crowder is very smart. He would have 1,000% been absolutely comforted by Sam. And he was right to be afraid of him. Oh, oh, yeah, you're saying that, yeah, he was right to be afraid of Sam. Yeah, no, Sam would have destroyed him. Are you talking about the misconception of taxes still? Yeah, I am. I am talking, like, it's huge. It's very, very important. It's important. I don't know. Um, there was another part of it. I'm trying to figure out. And Sam, when you said, and not to cut you off, Adam, because that while you were saying that, Sam, I was looking at the chart for the spending when you're talking about. I'm trying to figure out where it was. There was another conversation that they had. I think like podcast background is atrocious. True. Education. There was another part of this conversation that like got derailed again, but like they just don't fucking understand it. Like. And it doesn't matter because like a lot of right wing uh a, a lot of right wing commentary is like rooted within ignorance anyway. So 
So it doesn't fucking matter. Like, their audience is already too dumb to recognize it. You know what I mean? They're too dumb to recognize it. Look how small that little chunk of education is because they love to keep us stupid. But look at, look at our defense. And I go, when, when we're in debt and we say that, thank God we're spending that much money. And you know why all the money that we, who, who do we owe the most money to? China, you would say? No. China and Japan? No. China and no. Japan? No, no. We owe the most amount of money of our federal debt. Over 60% of it is to the U.S. government. To, uh, so we owe ourselves. Yes, basically. that's correct. We owe Social Security. We borrowed Vinny, money. What from point there. were you making? So my, my point was making like, thank God we're spending that much money because whoever we do owe this money to can't come and get it. You don't see nobody coming. Oh, you're talking about military defense. Military defense. Okay, yeah. So your like, argument is that so much money. That's what Sam, I'm saying. Let me get back to your um, the, your. The- yeah, they were. Oh, that's what it was. Yes, thank you, Chatter. They were conflating net versus gross profit. Like they thought ninety percent on gross profit. And would have to downsize. And Sam tried to explain it to them. Like, no, you don't get taxed on your net. You're, ta- you're getting taxed on your profit. We're talking about taxing on your profit. And, like, they kept making it seem like you would get fucking... Uh, you would have to, like, literally downsize in that situation. And they tried to get him to... They basically tried to get him to, to concede to that point. And it almost felt like they got away with it, too. Half of the audience probably on the lowest level of the most random pyramid schemes. I mean, they're literally on the lowest level of the most random pyramid schemes and also on the lowest tax bracket in general. It's a financial podcast, so of course. A lot of not sure what secret sauce Sam has, but for some reason he broke through where Kyle and David didn't quite manage to. And props to PBD for inviting him. Oh, wait, that's not that bad. Discussions like this make me super sad that Michael Burks is no longer around. The irony of going from bank bailout to risky investments conversation directly, going into the art investment scheme is like a SNL skit. I mean, we know one person that purposely misunderstood or maybe did not purposely, but like just completely misunderstood the point and got angry and then talked shit about Sam, which led us to literally look at this video in general. And that was Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan didn't understand. He saw clips of this and literally thought like Sam was being insane for advocating for a tax, a top marginal tax rate that is resembling the 60s in the United States of America. So clearly the message fucking flew over other people's heads. He literally looked at that and went, wow, what a fucking loser this guy is. And Emma is right. Why doesn't Joe Rogan have Sam on the discuss? Well, turns out Joe doesn't want Sam to ever be on his platform. That's it. Pretty funny seeing Joe spit out the words fucking dork, but a guy discussing higher tax on a business podcast he chose to listen to when he also regularly spends three hours on the edge of his seat while a guy in a tuxedo cries about Frozen 2. Oh, such a good take. Joe Rogan is not scared to lose viewers, man. Joe Rogan, rich people are very smart on certain uh, metrics that unfortunately poor people are not smart on. Class consciousness being one of the most important metrics. You don't have to be very smart to be a rich person, but you do actually develop class consciousness fairly quickly. Okay? And rich people are very good at not only developing class consciousness, but but engaging in class warfare. Okay? It would be very dumb for Joe Rogan to have someone who is a prominent, smart propagandist like Sam to be on uh, his, his platform. To lend him a platform like that would be dumb in that regard. Also, you don't really need to be class conscious uh, to, to... You don't really need to even be class conscious as a rich person. The system already helps. The system already works in your benefit. I am a perfect example of this. I literally am advocating against uh, the, the needs of the wealthy... And no matter what I say, the system is still defending me. Does that make sense? Defending me in the form of like basically lowering my taxes. I don't like Donald Trump. 
I advocated against Donald Trump. Donald Trump came to power and still gave me a fucking tax cut. You get it? Anyway, PBD was asking him if he'd still be able to operate majority report of AdSense revenues cut by 90%. Literally finance bros conflating revenue and profit. Yeah, that's what's like really fucking weird about this conversation is that like um, they're, they're conflating revenue with profit while also simultaneously making it seem like the AdSense structure that you are paying into, that you are literally like creating uh, revenue for another company that's taking away uh, your profits with taxes. And they think it's a flat 90. It's just so stupid. Oh yeah, they're talking about the Laffer curve where, okay, 30, the on the 36 minute, this is actually very informative. Let's take a look. The lack of Ronald Reagan movies. And I would <laughs> okay, also argue, you. There was no less houses that sold because that one particular broker stopped selling houses at a certain point. So go to, go to it. So right now, you're I don't think that's a problem. To, I really don't. I mean, I think to raise it to ninety percent. Yeah, no, I don't think. I think top line. You know, what you're talking plus. about is sort of the Laffer curve, actually, right? Yeah. You know the. You Laffer love the Laffer curve. curve. You you're well, a big fan of it, apparently. I'll tell you what I love about the yeah. Laffer curve is that we had a perfect example. Of we had a almost like a perfect model of what happens with the Laffer curve, right? Like the Laffer curve argues that the higher the tax rate goes, the less inclined people are going to be to generate income. And then uh, because they're generating less money, there's going to be less tax receipts collected by the government. Art Laffer was uh, Sam Brownback's number one advisor in Kansas. Do you remember this when Brownback became governor? He Bro, he doesn't know shit. What do you mean? Do you remember Sam Brownback becoming a governor? Like, no, that man doesn't know anything, Sam. Samuel. What is, what's happening here? Don't even ask that question. Just educate them. He basically gave over his entire tax structure to Art Laffer. They had such a, it destroyed the tax base in Kansas. It ended up destroying their entire education system. They had an amazing Kansas University. Brownback gets plucked out of Kansas and literally sent to be ambassador to Ether. You know what? They made him ambassador to faith because they didn't want this guy around at all. The Republican-controlled uh, Kansas legislature raised taxes back up yeah. because it had destroyed their tax receipts. The, the theory may sound good, but it doesn't work in practice. So are you on YouTube and Rumble or just YouTube? So, yeah, he literally just avoids what Sam is talking about with respect to, like, how higher taxes work and, and how the theory of, like, higher taxes would ultimately literally stop people from uh, wanting to make more money because they're getting taxed at a higher rate, whatever, which is a fundamental fucking misunderstanding but and how that would have like a negative effect on on revenue, okay? Like tax revenue. Uh immediately immediately moves away from that and just starts conflating revenue and profit and then uh starts like trying to bully him over this. I'm on YouTube. I think we put it on Rumble. I think we're okay, also cool. on Twitch and I All over the place. Okay, so yeah. let me ask you this question. Uh oh, he YouTube thinks he's took their ads from 55 to 15. Would you continue creating content? Yeah. You sure? Sure. This is such a dumb question. Okay? Because if YouTube took the AdSense from 50 to 15, okay, if that's what you're saying, that means they're taking, instead of taking 50% of your revenue that you're accumulating for YouTube, okay, with nothing in return, like they're not giving you anything in return. They're just taking your fucking profit, okay? They're taking the revenue you're generating for YouTube, and just pocketing it, okay? Instead of doing that, they took even a larger percentage, okay? If they took literally, uh, if they gave you back 
Because I think, did he go from 55 to 50 or did he go from 50 to 15? I didn't really understand him. They're giving you the infrastructure though. Brother, they already made that math. Uh, they already made that math calculation. Okay? They already made that math calculation. There's no... There, how has it been operating this way thus far? They have the capacity to do so. Also, again, they're not giving you any infrastructure. The only time this argument that you're making makes sense is if we're talking about the government. YouTube is not the government. YouTube takes the infrastructure that the government helped create, builds a fucking company on top of that infrastructure, and then says, here, you have to pay us uh, profits for said infrastructure that we have built on top of the pre-existing infrastructure. Like a mediator in that situation. And YouTube is not doing that out of the kindness of its heart or because they want creative uh, endeavors to prosper like the government would, okay? They're doing it for commerce. They're doing it to generate profits, okay? You'd continue creating content. I wasn't doing YouTube for a long time. How do you make a living today? I have membership. Uh, I have membership that people uh, pay. I get ad revenue from different places. Okay, so let's just say the membership that you get from Patreon or whoever it is. Okay, what if their fees went from them keeping five percent to sixty percent to ninety percent? Would you continue creating content? I mean, I, 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 I would. I would probably have to. Uh, I don't cut mean to back offend you that. exactly. Well, but that's only because it's such a big change. No, you're not I, offending that's me. The, that's the part about incentive, the, Sam. So your audience gets no, to no, enjoy no, no. you. Uh, I'm not saying we'll cut the revenue for these businesses. I'm saying that the amount of you money, have no choice though because you're paying these guys. You no, need no, the no, revenue. No, 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 no. I'm not suggesting we cut revenue for businesses. What I am suggesting is after that revenue comes in. Mm -hmm. And we divvy up and I have my net profits, then my taxes would go up. But I will say this, like if let's say my, the taxes went up yeah. on me personally, would I would I stop uh, going on YouTube? No. So would you be able to scale it at the how many employees you got working for you right now? I'm not talking about cutting revenue. I though. get that. How many employees are you working uh, are working for you right now? Uh, we have payroll, I think, like six or seven. Okay, you people. got six or that's a small business you got there, right? Sure. He doesn't understand. He just keeps saying like, "Oh, you want to tax the profits the corporations make at a higher rate?" Well, how about the revenue? How about the revenue? For the revenue of the corporations, like, I mean, what about? What if your revenue was cut short? Yeah, if your revenue was cut down, then you would have to downsize. Yes. For seven people. Okay. If all of a sudden uh, AdSense went up, the fees for your Patreon, I, keep, I don't want to offend you when I say Patreon. I don't know who you use. Whoever you use that's got your membership stuff that, that you got. We use Fans FM. Okay, there you go. That's a shout out to them. So Fans FM. Right fans FM? Fans.FM. It's actually fans. Great FM. Okay, fantastic. So. If they raise they take it, less than Patreon. If they take fifty percent, all of a sudden, and these they say YouTube says AdSense goes to fifteen percent, would you be able to employ those six people? No, if my if my well, I don't know, but, but yes, if your revenue was cut short, yes, 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 if your revenue was cut short, then you would not be able to hire or keep as many employees under on your payroll. Of course, okay, yes. It would not it would not work that way. You can't do that, okay? That's how that's not how that works. But that payroll is is already that payroll is already literally like you're paying that's a that's a business expense. He's talking about taxing profits. But probably Maybe that's because you're rich. No, 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 the, no, no. How, probably probably not. But 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 in, I'm not suggesting that we cut revenue for businesses. I'm suggesting that what is left over from revenue, if, it, if it's over $3 million, that goes into the pocket of the yeah. owner. Yeah, profit is calculated after cost, payroll included. This Chode's argument is stupid, but he doesn't understand it. Now, if I was a more cynical person, I would say, I would say, okay, 
that he is like being stupid. He's playing the role of a stupid person because he recognizes that his audience is stupid and he's like purposely lying when he knows better. But honestly, I think he's just that stupid. I think a lot of people that are rich are just fucking dumb. Okay? I, I genuinely think that a lot of people that are that rich or that level, especially podcast bros that make fucking like finance podcasts and shit, are just very stupid. He used to work in insurance. I mean, even that doesn't tell me anything. Bro, we just established that there are motherfuckers literally that work uh, in this field, specifically in, in the accounting side even, that don't fully understand how top marginal tax rates work. You know your bosses don't fucking fully understand it either. Like, we... Actuaries are not accountants? Yeah, but they do higher level math than fucking accountants do, so he should technically... Uh, be way smarter but better math doesn't necessarily mean you understand uh, tax brackets and better math simply doesn't mean you understand the American tax system in general and why would you when also I don't I doubt that he was a fucking actuary uh, like I don't believe that really there's no fucking way dude that's like no, he, he is not A-worded enough to, to be that, I don't think. Also, if you increase taxes, then you would incentivize companies to do capital expenditures instead of dividends or buybacks. Capital expenditures count as long-term expenses and would decrease companies' net income. So instead of paying taxes to the government, a company would buy a factory. Actuaries are bigger math nerds than us. Yeah, he's not like... No, I think he was an insurance salesman, which is like, I don't believe that. I know plenty of physics PhDs that don't understand marginal tax rates due to lack of curiosity. Owner of this enterprise, that... To be fair, not all uh, A-words come with the math buff. Yeah, my A-word did not come with the mathematics buff. Yeah. That $300 million and $1 yeah. gets taxed let's at have 90, fun with it. 90, let's, let's 90 have fun cents. With, let's have fun with this. So here, here's a question for you. Uh, and and I kind of know what your answer is. And I want to be. be clear on something. Yeah, I'm doing this. I I subscribe to this yeah. not because I think that we need the money or that this is going to you know be a panacea in terms of like how we would spend this money. Yeah. yeah. But I see in this country a massive Doctor Colossus. Thank you for the fifty big ones. Of problem with wealth inequality and the commensurate uh, political inequality that comes with it. We have wealth inequality in this country like we've never had I before. Don't, I don't disagree. So, so there's not a disagreement there. But the solution is where we're going to disagree. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Let's kind of process that together. Yeah, okay. go ahead. So you know my the whole friend. thing. Like I remember when I first got out of the military and I went into the financial industry. It's 1999. I know nothing. It's 2000. I know nothing about now. The speaker gets up. Well, have you? Been- Not much has changed, my friend. I'm just going to say that. been noticing that the rich keep getting richer and the poor keep getting poor. I'm like, okay, my dad's at a cashier at a 99 cent store 15 years. My parents got divorced twice. I hope you said an, to that I'm guy, you ain't guy. seen nothing yet. Yeah. Wait to 20 but, years but you're from right, now. It's going to be completely out but, of control. But you're right, though. But, but why is the question? So here's a question for you. So you're saying above $3 million, you know, that money that the owner is going to keep. We got in tax on 90%. Fine. Okay. So you believe the money, like when I was in the military, you would buy a product for the Humvees, and they would say, yeah, you know, we pay $600 for this piece. We're like, dude, this piece is 40 bucks." Right. People thinking this guy is Cuban are really funny because there are there is one group of individuals that are more Cuban than every Cuban that you've ever seen, and that's Iranians, okay? This man, this man is... I would be shocked if he's not Iranian, okay? I Like, I'm almost, like, I don't know his background at all. But he is definitely, like, I don't know anything about him, okay? But I know one thing. He's Iranian, okay? He, he's Persian. Iranians living in America are very like they're they're the most Cuban coded uh, Mena people, okay.
straight up. <laughs> oh man, I'm. <laughs> Why the hell are we paying six hundred dollars for? Well, you know the contracts. You know how they are, man. The government always pays a lot because they're dumb. They always pay more than it's usually worth. A forty dollar piece for a Hummer. They're paying six hundred dollars. I'm like, that's an awesome business for the other guy. Yeah, we have we have horrible oversight in but, the military. But, the, but this is the point, though. This is the point. And I want to actually sincerely get your thoughts on this, on how we address this. So if if somebody overpays for a product, that person's either got to be fired or they're an overspender or a terrible negotiator. But it's one of the three, right? Okay. So you feel money going to the government we do more good with or money staying in the free market for people to produce more value? Where, where do you feel values produce more? Well, I'm not. I mean, I, I, I'm not sure I fully get what you're saying, but I let me put it in this way. It's a very simple, simple <clears throat> okay. question. Well, let, let me, I, I let want me it use, to be clear. Let me, so. let me make it a little bit more concrete. Yeah. So, you guys know that the biggest part of the budget, more or less, is uh, Social Security and Medicare, right? right. And I Medicaid, mean, yeah. And and, and Asai, you showcase a lot of toxic leftist traits. Go ahead, enlighten us. I'll put you in the other fucking. I'll put you in here. Uh, we'll back pocket you because I'm wondering. I'm 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 assuming there's going to be some funny stuff. Medicaid there. entitlement programs. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you can call them entitlement programs. They are I, I call them social insurance um, uh, programs because tomato, that's, tomato. That's, that's what they really are. That's I mean, ninety percent. What do you mean by Cuban coded? Honest question. Um, so uh, American Cubans, especially older generations of American Cubans, you kind of got to like live it to learn it have a lot of reactionary values, okay, or a lot of reactionary principles. And uh, Iranians uh, that live in America, older Iranians especially, are, are very similar uh, with, uh, with their attitude towards, like, uh, right-wing politics. Like uh, someone in the chat pointed it to uh, pointed to it perfectly. Said uh, all uh, all American Cubans and and uh, Mena uh, Americans share the one similar uh, you know weird fucking super right wing uncle, which is true. Yeah, but Iranians went to L.A. versus. Uh, the the um the Cubans went to Miami. Percent of the, the budget, I want to say. No, uh, the military is is uh, about eight hundred and fifty billion. Social Security is like one point seven trillion. I think uh, Medicare is probably Can close to like seven hundred billion. It's about 60%. And then there's other. Yeah, so, but, but it's a high number. It's no. a big number. You're right. It's you'll a high find, number. You'll find that that's. It's. I think we're. Our, this guy our gave nothing. Budget is somewhere around like two point seven trillion. And and the military is like eight hundred eight hundred billion nine hundred billion, you know that that you can see anyways that they show it. Yeah, but um, uh, but nevertheless, Social Security, Medicare, the two biggest things that the government mm -hmm. does are wildly popular. Medicare, you come from the insurance business, you probably know this. To administer health insurance, there's like thirteen fifteen percent cost in the administration of that health insurance for Medicare. 3%. Far more efficient. Far more efficient. And co-pays are less. I mean, and uh, the, and the, uh, the, the whatever you want to call it, consumer satisfaction. I don't like to think of citizens as consumers, but the satisfaction's huge through the roof, particularly the people use it. It's even, it's, uh, people appreciate it who don't use it. You know, if I got my parents and they're on Medicare, I'm pretty psyched about it because I don't have to take care of them. Uh, my mother's in a nursing home now. It's Medicaid that's doing that. I, I'm not responsible for that cost. Social Security, through the roof. In fact, I think even Republicans, I think even a majority of Republicans want to expand but, but Social popular, Security. Popular is not a way to qualify something. If I, if no, I went out I mean, there and I gave, satisfaction. if I went to high school and I said, guys, I'm giving dime bags of, to everybody weed, I'd be a very popular kind <laughs> of high school. So well, that is a wrong way to qualify. Well, a, you said efficiency. Yeah. Medicare, 3% right. administrative costs yeah, versus 15%. That's like the kid industry. that's running for class president who's like, every Friday we're throwing a pizza yeah. party. Well, yeah. He's you, gonna yeah, dude. Uh, you know, something that is like unironically, uh, something that unironically has to happen 
so that we just don't like throw our elderly off a mountaintop when they get to a uh an age where they're no longer a productive laborer uh you know that's it seems to me like it's it's very valid you know like what's the alternative like if you're poor and your children can't take care of you we just like kick you off of a mountaintop midsummer style like is that what you want It's so fucking stupid. Like, oh my God. People that make like social safety nets that are necessary for society to fucking function out to be like pizza on Friday are so fucking delusional. They're all such idiotic baboons, bro. Oh my Lord. Finance podcast, by the way. These guys are like explaining how the world works. The world of finance. There is no world in which, like, if you don't, if you don't have a fucking pizza party on Friday, you just don't have a pizza party on Friday. If you don't have Medicare, old people die. It's that simple. Like your loved ones die. Why? Because they don't have money to pay for healthcare that they need. Of course, if you recognize that, you have to recognize inelastic demand, which is like a basic econ concept. We're talking fucking neoclassical economics, micro and macroeconomic principles. You learn about it immediately, okay? It's like one of your first or second fucking uh, uh, courses you learn about, okay? And, and you... And these guys just avoid that. It's so fucking weird. Like, how? How do you avoid the top-of-the-hour ad break and also... Inelastic demand. If you don't have health care, you fucking die. That's it. So you will always find a way to pay for it, no matter what happens. Unlike the top of the hour ad break, which comes for everybody, unless, uh, you know, you have a $5 a month subscription or a free one in the form of a Twitch Prime, or you got lucky and you got gifted a sub. Either of those things will help you avoid the top of the hour ad break. The Raging Hoppa, Pinky Poker, virtual 10 gifted subs by the Raging Hoppa. Allowing 20 people total to no longer see the ads. Here's the three-minute ad break now. Virtual meal, uh, you trying to lower his tax bracket in the chat right now with his gifted subs to ensure that he doesn't get taxed uh, and, and lose more money after getting a raise. That's so funny that he just fucking... It's so funny that he literally, uh, I'm sorry, bro. You, you got to get, I mean, I'm going to, I'm going to make fun of you a little bit. You know, you know, the streamer remembers the shit that you say in the chat. Wait, is that how it works? No, man. I'm making fun of him for thinking that that's how it worked. And then literally, uh, is gifting a 501 C three, a write-off. Yes. Yes. It's a, it's, it's a deductible. Yes. If you, if you have given money directly to a 501c3 and many of the fundraisers that we've done, you can actually add that into your, uh, you can actually uh, add that in your taxes and you should. To get everybody's vote. If but who's paying for the pizza party? Set? Well, workers. In fact, I would argue that we should be actually ex removing the cap on Social Security taxes. Because right now, you know, it goes only to up $160,000, right? There's a cap. Traditionally, Social Security has captured or touched 91% of the country's income. You follow me? And now it's somewhere down in like the mid 80s because of wealth. Yeah, inequality. but your argument on the on the flip side of it, the argument can be as well to say, well, at the beginning when they came out with Social Security, there was only a few thousand people in America that was actually using it. It was not meant to be for as big of a behemoth of what kidding? it is today. No, that's it kept true. two thirds of our of our elderly out of poverty. It keeps two thirds I, I of our elderly. Nobody's no, arguing not, the no, benefits. Uh, that's of not the argument. Only added to your taxes if you qualify for itemized and not standard deduction. Yeah, but that's not the argument. The argument is, originally when it came out, it wasn't for well, the bigger percentage. You had to wait. You had to wait. No, until no, you no, up no. You didn't have to. You had to have capitalist work and overtax them to be able to fund it. That's what you had to do. But let me go back to the I think question. What you are saying just about 
all matter of like right wing arguments basically reduce the tax taxation is theft, which is uh you know Sam Cedar's perfect, uh like that's that's his space. You know what I mean? Look, fun trick. Every time you talk to a guy like this, they're always going to basically dance around openly stating that taxation is theft. That is if they're fucking smart, they'll dance around it. These guys aren't particularly smart, so they jump to that gun immediately. The moment that they say that, you have to ask them, how do we build roads? The moment that they ask that, how do we fund the government, okay? And they say, oh, we don't need a government. Then you say, okay, how do you, if you have property, okay, how do you protect it? If you have a business dispute, how, who gets to decide? Roads and courts, okay? Always, those two fucking fundamental points. That's why minarchists will, will uh, you know, admit that there is need for an existence of courts and, uh, and an existence uh, for roads, at least, okay? Every time you talk to uh, someone who is of a different uh, flavoring of libertarian, which a lot of right-wingers are, just ask them, how do you fund the roads? How do you fund the courts? They literally do not have an argument for that. They don't. They don't. Okay? And almost every right-winger basically holds on to that fundamental principle, regardless of what tax bracket they may be under, which uh, is ironic for many. The overwhelming majority of right-wingers do not even get to benefit from the tax breaks that they are advocating for. They just, you know, advocate for it because they're fucking stupid. Can you expand the court argument? I remember the road part. How do you fund? How do you have court? You need a court system. Oh, my God. Baby! Oh, yeah. You want to take off? Okay. Hi! So big. Did she grow? 